0: From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, January 19th. I'm Sarah Reith. No additional timber sales will be offered in Jackson this year, according to the Board of Forestry Director's report for this month's board meeting. A brief item in the written report notes delays in last year's operations and interruptions by protesters. Logging in the Casper 500 timber harvest plan, which was heavily populated by protesters, has been on hold since June. Protests in Jackson Demonstration State Forest had been effective at shutting down logging, halting timber sales, and now, getting protesters arrested. Last week, half a dozen activists became the first to be cited since protests began in Jackson, starting with a citizen's arrest directed by the head of a private security firm. The arrests did not include physical contact, though a logger performing them was filmed asking a female protester about her recent sexual activity. An environmental law firm that's been critical of logging practices in Jackson sent out a letter yesterday demanding that CAL Fire, quote, reassert control and firmly prohibit private security officers in JDSF. An activist who uses the name Squirrel set the scene for the early morning confrontation on January 10th.
1: We were blocking three of the six entrances to the Red Tail THP when um, the private security outfit showed up, Lear Asset Management and Paul Tourette. Uh, he's been out there for a couple months now. And so they, they came and uh, announced that they were going to perform a citizen's arrest.
0: John Anderson of Mendocino Redwood Company confirmed to KZYX in October that the company had hired Lear as a safety contractor. Private security has been expressly forbidden by Bruce Crane, Cal Fire's chief legal counsel. In a letter last summer, he told a local logging company that the agency cannot cede law enforcement authority to private security companies or other law enforcement entities. Squirrel described the arrests. Paul
1: was giving them advice on how to perform a citizen's arrest. So we watched them kind of work up the courage to do this, and then it was one of the loggers uh, that came over and performed the actual citizen's arrests. So they informed us, that they were putting us under arrest for trespassing and false imprisonment, both of which were not really valid because we were standing at the currently outside of the gate that they had already opened to road 350 and they could have backed out at any time and 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 gotten back to 20 and so we don't really take the charges too seriously but it's a new, it sets a new uh, precedent for them so they called CAL FIRE and uh, we had never had an actual Calfar deputy show up before, and so uh, it took about two hours. They came over, and with his assistance, they asked us individually to come over, and he just wrote out a citation, and, uh, and then we were allowed to go right back to the blockade.
0: Matt Simmons, a staff lawyer with EPIC, the Environmental Protection and Information Center, says the California legislature enacted the law allowing for citizens' arrests in 1872. The authority is limited to citizens who are, as he put it, a thousand percent sure of a crime that they themselves witnessed, and it only allows for reasonable force, which can be a subjective assessment. Epic is not defending the activists who were arrested, but Simmons did author the letter complaining about Truett.
2: They aren't calling him a private security officer because they aren't allowed to hire a private security officer, but that's essentially what he's doing. So uh, Paul Truett has been documented recording the license plates OF PROTESTERS AS THEY PARK ON PUBLIC ROADS OUTSIDE OF THE FOREST, NOTHING TO DO WITH SAFETY THERE, THAT'S JUST PURELY TRYING TO FIND OUT WHO IS DOING THIS AND, and ACTING AS SECURITY. HE'S ALSO CONTINUED TO ALLOW LOGGING IN THE PRESENCE OF PROTESTERS, WHICH IS NOT SOMETHING THE SAFETY OFFICER WOULD DO. Um, AND THEN WITH THESE ARRESTS, HE WAS THE ONE WHO DIRECTED THE TIMBER OPERATORS TO CONDUCT THE CITIZENS ARREST AND TELLING SOMEONE HOW TO ARREST SOMEONE AND ENCOURAGING THEM TO DO SO is really more of the, um, but it's it's the kind of responsibility a security officer would have, not a
0: safety manager. Chad Swimmer is an activist and longtime neighbor to JDSF who's been agitating against logging there for over a year. He described the Redtail area where protesters were arrested, his view of the timber harvest plan, and a photograph he took of Sarah Constance Rose, co-founder of the Mendocino County Youth Climate Group, standing in front of a redwood log deck in Redtail recently.
3: Redtail Timber Harvest Plan is primarily in an area of Jackson that's called the Older Forest Structural Zone, which they are considering promoting the structural development of older forests. I have to say, you, you can't create older late successional forests by cutting the largest, oldest trees. And you don't foster fire resilience by removing the most fire resilient trees.
0: Can you talk a little bit about the pictures you took of the young woman, Sarah Rose, in front of the log deck of uh, really big redwood trees?
3: Well, this is um, right off of Highway 20. These were all cut in the last month in spite of protests and direct action. Adjacent to this pile is a pile of Douglas firs. They're separate because they have to go to different mills. It is a single tree selection cut which means that they're, they're not taking, they're not clear-cutting or what's termed even-age management, and they're not doing group selection, but they are primarily cutting the larger trees or the largest trees in the forest, and it is over a half of a square mile, and so there are areas all throughout where there are yarded trees.
0: The Board of Forestry will hear about delays leading to no additional timber sales in Jackson this year at its meeting today. The activists who were cited have a hearing at the courthouse in Fort Bragg on February 15th. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts.